Welcome back to another episode of The Lineup. It's been just short of a month since the last episode was dropped but we're back in the stew ready to get to running. Today Luke will break down the first round of this year's NBA draft and talk about some of the free agent signings thus far. Sit back, it's been a while, so this one is bound to be top notch. Baby, I look good, I look handsome. Man, it is wonderful to be back um, bringing you live on what I've got going on right now. Um, today, I mean, it's it's been a nice Sunday. It's been actually a month almost, just short of a month. Six days, in fact, short uh, since we've released uh, the last podcast to the lineup. I mean, I guess me personally. Uh, but it's good to be back. Uh, today, we're going to be diving into mostly... In fact, probably all NBA. We're going to be looking at the draft. I'll be running down all 30 picks of that first round. And then we'll be looking at some free agency. What's been going on with John Wall, Russell Westbrook, that whole deal. Uh, some of the Lakers' uh, signatures, I guess, that they've picked up and dialed in. Serge Ibaka. Um, all this and more will be coming up in the next probably 30 minutes plus. So stay stay tuned. This will be a good one. Uh, and, and I'm not going to waste any time. So... Let's start with the 2020 NBA draft. Obviously, we're looking at the first round here. Uh, the number one overall pick went to the Timberwolves, and they took their time with this one, I got to say. But they ended up going with Anthony Edwards, round one, pick one. Uh, he's a shooting guard, and believe me, he can shoot. Uh, height and weight, he's 6'3", 235, straight out of Georgia. Um, this guy's got a lot to prove, you know, being number one in the draft. Uh, we've seen a lot of these number one slash two picks go to the Wolves. Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins. They've they've had these little pieces of success. Um, this is another one that they'll be getting. So, you know, I, I, I would be curious as to see what they can do with this. And then if, if I go back uh, pretty, uh, you know, far way back, we get Kevin Love in that draft. Uh, I believe it was either 2011 or 2012. Maybe even before that, but... All I'm trying to say is the Wolves have had quite the experience picking up players, especially in the first round. So hopefully this one, number one with Anthony Edwards, looks good for him. Moving on to the number two pick in the draft, the Warriors went ahead and got James Wiseman. Now let me let me just go ahead and break it down to you right now. This guy is a beast, and the Warriors are lucky to have him. This is like their that position that they've been looking for. I mean, clearly, obviously, center 7'1", 247, straight out of Memphis. This guy has so much to prove. You know, he's he's just a beast, uh, especially with Memphis. Uh, the way they moved it to him was usually right in the paint, uh, whether it was an oop or just like a, a quick diamond dash. He can pretty much do it all. Uh, I think shooting will be the next kind of scale. If he advances his shooting and he kind of he moves into a triple threat sh- uh, shooting center, that'd be big, I think. Um you know, it would just kind of make sense too. So, I mean, that lineup right now is actually looking pretty cool for the Warriors as well. Uh, cool Seth. I don't know why I just said that. Uh, Steph Curry, obviously. I mean, he's been doing it all. I mean, he's coming off an injury. Last year, we didn't see much of him. But I think this year, we might see a little bit more of that splash, bro. So, um, all ups on Steph. 
But uh, also with Clay Thompson injured, in comes Kelly Oubre Jr., which was a great pickup. Uh, they're going to still play Draymond Green, I expect. And then to fill in that three, it'll be between Eric Pichal, um Marquise Chris. You, you know, you, you might be able to put in uh, another shooter. Um, blanking right now, but we'll see what they can do with James Wiseman. Uh, that being said, moving on to the number three. This is big. LaMelo Ball. I mean, the Hornets went out and got him. Um, you know, it's just interesting because, you know, obviously he's that dynamic point guard. He can do so much for you. Six seven one ninety. 190. Uh, uh, out of Australia. He spent some time out in Australia with the Illawarra Hawks. Um, uh, yeah, so he, you know, he did really well uh, out there. He proved a lot of things. And... Let me tell you, he, he's got a lot to bring to the table. He's, he's an overall hooper for sure. Um, with the Hornets especially, I mean, I like that draft combo actually because it's going to be him, DT Graham, uh, Miles Bridges in the game. Um, who else might I play? One of the Martin brothers, definitely PJ Washington. Terry Rozier might I add. Scary Terry. This is going to be a good ball club. And honestly, and uh, Gordon Hayward as well. I'm, I'm blanking right now, guys. I really got to... Give it a second. It's been a minute. But this team should be an electrifying team. They should have some playoff spark in them. Uh, and, you know, I, I would plan on seeing them in the, in the 2020, tw well, 2021 NBA playoffs. That being said, we move on to the Bulls. And uh, their fourth, uh, number four draft pick, which went with, they went with Patrick Williams. Small forward, 6'8", 225, straight out of Florida State. Um, I mean, he's an, a super athletic forward, you know, prototypical tools, uh, especially for an NBA forward and a budding offensive game that makes him a key contributor from day one at Florida State. This is a team that finished, uh, this is a team that finished that year ranked in the top five. So, you know, widely regarded as a top 40 prospect in the high school class of 2019 at the conclusion of his prep career at West Charlotte High School. In North Carolina, he was named a Jordan Brand All-American. So we'll see what he can do. And he's got a seven-foot wingspan and a strong 225-pound frame. Patrick Williams is the real deal, might I add. We'll see what he can add to that Bulls front line. Or I guess that Bulls uh, starting five, hopefully, right? Now, let's move over to the Cavs. This is a big one. Uh, they went with Isaac Okoro. Now, I like this guy personally. Small forward, he'll add, you know, he'll be a shooter. Uh, he'll, I think, he, hopefully, he can work well with Colin Sexton um, and, and that, and that backcourt. 6'6", uh, <clears throat> 225, Auburn. Funny, because you don't see a bunch of ballers from Auburn, but here we have one. Um, I mean, let's check him out. So he's the powerful athlete. He's as powerful as they come, especially on the wing. He exceeds expectations as a freshman. He, well, he exceeded, I should say, uh, these expectations as a freshman at Auburn to solidify himself as a high-level NBA prospect. He took what he had and he ran with it, averaging 4.3 points and 1.3 assists for the, the U.S. team that won gold in the 2018 uh, FIBA, I guess, U-17 European Championship. Okoro emerged as a prospect early in his prep career and finished his senior year at uh, McEachern High School. Uh, in Georgia, of course, regarded as a consensus top 35 prospect in the high school class of 2019. So, you know, in that Auburn, you know, retooling from final four run, 
he quickly carved out a role as a two-way difference maker for uh, Bruce Pearl's Tigers as his combination of strength, athleticism, aggressiveness, and just budding offensive ability, helping him contribute in a variety of ways. Like I said, I think he's going to do all those things for the Cavs. He, he, he definitely has a lot to prove. And, and in Cleveland, we'll see what he can do. Now, moving on with the Hawks, uh, with the number six pick in the draft. They went with a guy from USC, Onyeka Okongwu. Power forward, 6'9", 245. Like I said, this is a USC hooper. He definitely knows what he's doing. Let's take a look at him. Absolutely a gifted athlete. A gifted athlete who's improved frame, budding feel inside, and versatility on the defensive end helped him emerge as one of the most intriguing center prospects in college basketball. He attended Chino Hills High School, uh, obviously sharing the court with LaMelo Ball and uh, Lonzo, in fact, I, th- I believe. And then uh, Leangelo, that guy Leangelo for the Pistons, huh? Good stuff. Uh, but anyways, where he won a one state title alongside, once again, the Ball brothers as a freshman before leading the team to two state championship wins while repeating as a California Mr. Basketball in 2018 and 2019. He took over, clearly, for that team. And, uh, you know, heading to USC to play uh, for head coach Andy Enfield, El Wu stepped into a significant role at a true freshman starting every game at the center position and finishing as the Trojans' leading scorer and rebounder. Averaging 16.2 points and 8.6 rebounds per game, he earned all Pac-12 first-team uh, honors while gaining considerable momentum ahead of the 2020 NBA draft. So, yeah. Uh, that is why he was drafted number six overall, and I promise you, he's going to do a lot of good things for the Hawks. Uh, playing behind Clint Capella, he might learn a lot as well. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, moving on, number seven, the Pistons. Well, it's safe to say they went with Killian Hayes. Let's take a look at his uh, resume. Point guard, 6'5", 192. From Germany. Hmm, ratio farm. Interesting. Um... You know, I haven't seen a lot of this guy, um, but, you know, he's grown into a highly regarded point guard who could be a high lottery selection. Um, you know, he's a player who glides up and down the court with solid stride and speed. Eyes, you know, they've been on Hayes since he turned uh, pro at the age of 16. He knows what to do. Playing at the, in the top of the French League in his second pro season, he averaged 7.1 points and 3.1 assists per game and demonstrated he can complete or compete against some of the best international talent. Now, prior, prior to signing in a Bundesliga contract, he played shooting guard alongside French teammate Theo Maladon at the U-17 FIBA World Cup. Now, Hayes was able to finish often in transition and showed his ability to be a slasher. In his current season, he's been, able, he's been a full-time starter for uh, Ratio Farm. So, a lot of good things to come from that young man, for sure. Knicks, number eight. Let's take a moment to realize the Knicks have had a lot of trouble with first-round picks in the NBA draft. Let's take it all the way back to a guy named Kristaps Porzingis. Listen, number two overall, he did great. Great basketball player in general. He's hooping for the Mavs. But due to injuries, he wasn't able to sustain one, continue to play 
his professional career in New York. That's why he split off to the Maps, where he and Luca, um, I mean, I guess they're doing their thing. Ball movement's great, you know, all that. Now, back to the Knicks. They've, you know, just not been able to score a lot of good players in the first round. Now, they went with Obi Toppin. But let me break this down. Mr. Toppin was widely regarded as the most valuable player in college basketball that last season, building on a breakout redshirt freshman year to propel Dayton to an AP Top 5 ranking. The son of former professional basketball player and journeyman, Obadiah Toppin, he took a winding path to the highest honors college basketball has to offer. A lightly regarded member of the high school class of 2016, let you not forget, Toppin opted to take a fifth year at Mount Zion Prep to little attention. Growing some in his late teens, he garnered several quality offers that season, ultimately choosing Dayton, where he was ruled academically ineligible in his first year under head coach Anthony Grant. Abiding his time and emerging as one of the best freshmen in the A-10 last season, Toppin garnered NBA buzz but opted to return to school. That's tough. Uh, Now, we'll see him with the Knicks. Bang. Just like that. Now, moving on to the Wizards. Denny Abdija. This guy's all talent. I mean, he's... Ultimately, he's one of those guys that I personally have really liked watching. I looked up some of his highlights uh, when he played in Israel for the Maccabi Tel Aviv. He looks good, man. I mean, small forward, 6'9", 225. Built... I mean, I don't want to say like a a Call of Duty player. (laughs) No jokes there. Maybe a little bit. Um, He's thought to be the greatest basketball talent that Israel has ever had and likely will be the highest-ranked European player in this year's draft. After a strong performance at the 2017 U16 European Championships, which Abdija led in rebounds and assists, he signed with powerhouse Maccabi de Aviv. He made his pro debut in the Israeli League against Ironi Nasiona in November 2017, becoming the youngest player to ever play for Maccabi. In November 2018, the Israeli talent made his first appearance in the EuroLeague, scoring two points in three minutes of playing time in a loss to Fenerbahce. So, we'll see what he can do for the Wizards and uh, that team with Russell Westbrook. Now, I think I changed my mind. I'm just going to do the top 15, and then, yeah, and then, because those are all set and stack trades, and then they kind of break out into, uh, I'll give you a hint, Trailblazers, they landed Isaiah Stewart, but then he was traded to the Pistons after being dealt to the Rockets. So there's a bunch of these more, I guess, these random trades. So I'm just going to do up to number 15. Um, moving on to number 10. Well, the Suns did a thing. Uh, they they did, they did a thing here. Um, they went with, well, perhaps one of the best to do it in this draft. I think he's going to do a lot of good things for um, for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, <clears throat> power forward, 6'10", 225, and out of Maryland. Once again, he played his last year as a sophomore before entering that 2020 NBA draft. 
So let's talk about Jalen Smith. He's a tall forward who showed considerable growth as an inside-outside scorer and defender to establish himself as one of the best players in the Big Ten in his sophomore season at Maryland. Now, emerging at a, as a prospect early in his career, Smith was widely regarded as one of the top 20 prospects in the high school class of 2018, earning McDonald's and Jordan's brand All-American honors. Now, averaging 11.7 points and 6.8 rebounds per game as a freshman, Smith flashed potential several areas, but broke out in a major way in his second season under head coach Mark Turgan. So, you know, that's Jalen Smith. And let me tell you, the possibilities are endless. Let's see what this kid can do for the Suns, huh? Moving over to the Spurs with that 11th pick in the draft. They went with Devin Vassell, small forward, um, 6'7", 195 pounds, and uh, also out of Florida State. Uh just like uh, Patrick Williams. So, you know, with this one, when this one, it's interesting, you know, because he's a rangy young wing, I guess, who showed budding ability as a shot maker and defender in a breakout sophomore season at Florida State. A consensus top 200 prospect in the high, high school class of 2018 coming out of Peachtree Ridge High School in Georgia. Once again, Peachtree, that's OG. Vassell has a largely unheralded prospect before emerging in a minor role as a freshman last season, averaging 4.5 points over 10.7 minutes per game in his first year under Le- Le- uh, Leonard Hamilton. He turned, turned the corner as a sophomore, solidifying himself as the best offensive scorer or player on one of the nation's best defensive teams. Now, I got a lot of potential in this guy. I think he's going to do a thing, a thing or two in the league. But we'll see. Moving on to the number 12th pick in the draft. Now, this one went to the Kings. And we'll see because they don't have the best draft, uh, I guess, history either. Buddy Heald and De'Aaron Fox are both good players. But coming up on their third and fourth seasons, we'll see what they can do. Now, let's – or even fourth and fifth, actually, I think. Now, let's look at Tyrese Malaburton. Point guard, 6'5", 175 pounds, big ones, straight out of Iowa State. Interesting. Uh, this guy is a unique point guard prospect whose elite size, decision-making ability, and defensive potential stood out during his two seasons at Iowa State. A late bloomer who had few major offers until the summer before his senior year at Oshkosh North High School in Halliburton, or uh, Wisconsin. Halliburton did indeed earn him uh, earn State Player of the Year, well, honors, before emerging as an unexpected starter for a talented Cyclones team, whose other four starters all subsequently went pro. Though he averaged 6.8 points, 3.4 rebounds, and 3.6 assists per game, the way he impacted games raised his uh, profile high enough to warrant a spot on the United States team that won gold at the 2019 FIBA U19 World Championship. Most of these guys played for the team most likely, and if they didn't, then they probably didn't need to because they were already good enough. Now, this guy right here, I've got a lot of faith in him. His body, his physique, his play style. I'm going to go ahead and make the connection to Ben Simmons. I'll leave it at that. Let's see who he looks like within this season. You tell me. Now, moving on to the 13th. we got two more to go after this. The Pelicans went with Kira Lewis Jr., some call him Cairo, because uh, cause that boy filthy. All right, let's see. So he's a point guard, 6'3", 165. Hmm, this man's straight out of Alabama, so you know what that means. 
Yes, it does indeed mean that he's a talented young point guard with nice size, great speed, and a reliable jump shot. Who made notable... Yeah, with a nice jump shot. Now, the man made notable strides as a passer in his second season at Alabama. Widely regarded as one of the top 30 prospects in the high school class of 2019 at Hazel Green High, Atlanta, Lewis opted to enroll a year early at Alabama, making him one of the youngest players in college basketball a year ago, averaging 13.5 points and 2.9 assists per game to earn SEC All-Freshman team honors. He was subsequently invited to play for the United States team that took gold at the 2019 FIBA U19 World Championship, which we've spoken about with almost every single darn player on this uh, 1-13 through 13 2020 draft, I guess, uh, go about. So, you know, though he played a limited role alongside an extremely talented group spanning multiple age groups in that setting, Lewis looked like a break, a breakout candidate. Damn it. Heading into his sophomore year under first-year uh, head coach Nate Oates. I'm stumbling my words. Fucking sound like a little kid. Um, but here we go. So, you know, I think this guy has a lot to offer, uh, especially with the Pelicans. I mean, we'll see what he can do, but um, alongside Zion, hopefully he gets playtime. Hopefully he gets better. Um, but, yeah. All right, let's see. Celtics. Um, I'm going to actually skip. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's see who they drafted. Aaron Nesmith. Let's see what he's got going on. 6'6", six, uh, six, six, I guess, 215. Vanderbilt, small forward. Hmm. So he was one of the most improved players in the college basketball this season, emerging as an elite jump shooter before a stretch fracture in his right foot, ended, which, which ended his season prematurely. Widely regarded as a top 50 prospect in high school, class of 2018, of course. Um, well, he made an instant impact in the SEC, averaging 11 points and 5.5 reeves per game as a freshman at Vanderbilt. And of course, well... He continued that into his sophomore season. I hope that he can offer something to the Celtics, but not too much because, once again, I hate the Celtics. So we'll see what he can do. Last, number 15, obviously not last in the first round, but last that I'll be covering, Cole Anthony was drafted by the Magic. Uh, straight out of UNC, 6'3", 190. Of course, he's a point guard. This guy is not looked at closely enough. I mean, he's a piece. I mean, he's athletic. He, he's got it all, you know, with a scorer's mentality um, who lost two months of his freshman year to a knee surgery. You know, a second-generation pro, Anthony's father, Greg, was at the 12th overall pick in the 1991 NBA draft and played 11 seasons in the NBA. Widely recognized as one of the top guards in the high school class of 2019 from the time he was underclassman, he averaged 13.7 points and a 4.2 assists per game to help the U.S. take gold 2018 Phoebe U18 America's Championship. Well, capping his senior year, uh, season at Oak Hill Academy in Virginia with appearances at the McDonald's All-American Game, the Jordan Brand Classic, and Nike Hoop Summit, the dynamic scoring guard was regarded as one of the top three players in the country. Interesting how he was uh, reserved and he made it to all the way to number 15. I can actually see him hooping for the Magic for some reason. I can see him, like, rocking those jerseys. Obviously, they're not too far off from the Magic, um, speaking UNC. Um, but we will have to see uh, with that uh, in mind. Um, let's see. because Okay, so that's, that's 15 right there. Now, 
looking, uh, taking a minute away from that, we're actually going to be looking at, I guess, I'd like to take a look at some free agency. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I'll just go ahead and talk about the main ones. Um, let's start with Chris Ball to the Suns. Well, you can look at this a couple different ways. He's been traded to three different teams in the last almost four years. He went from the Clippers to the Rockets, stayed there, went to the Thunder. And that clearly didn't really work out because now he's on the Suns. Don't get me wrong. Chris Paul will highly... He'll probably go down as a Hall of Famer. But his last seasons have been very interesting for him because he's been tossed around. I, I kind of am curious as to see what he does with the Suns. Um, I don't think they'll be too shabby. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, D-Book, and Chris Paul sounds kind of nasty to me. Uh, I mean, you know, there's, there's more to it than that. Um, but those are the three that stand out mostly to me. Um... So, you know, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what he can do with the Suns. Um, and uh, I guess what they've got going on. I still want to see D-Book go to the Wolves, but that's just me. You know what I mean? So, let's take a look at that. Now, I'm going to go right in to the John Wall for Russell Westbrook trade. Let's look at both pieces of the puzzle. All right, Russell Westbrook. What a guy. Brody. Mr. Brook. Um, beast mode. He's everything. What, hashtag why not? I mean, he's been around the league. Not truly, but, you know, starting with the Thunder. You know, he did a lot for the Thunder. Um, that MVP season in 2016, I believe it was, was extraordinary. Uh, we won't see anything like that for a while, I don't think. I mean, just <laughs> triple doubles like it was nothing. So we know how explosive he can be. I mean, clearly, sadly, it didn't really work out with the Rockets. I mean, I don't even think it was him and James Harden's fault. It was just a terrible front office. Um, hopefully, they don't ruin John Wall's career because I think he has a lot to offer to that program. So, or uh, team, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be very interesting to see what Russell Westbrook can do in Washington playing alongside Bradley Beal. That's a lot of firepower right there. A second-year Rui Hachimura. That's also a lot of firepower right there. Um, I mean, you know, it'll, I mean, I, I almost forgot. Um, clearly, Denny Avdija, uh, for, uh, that draft pick uh, that went number nine overall that we've already talked about. You know, yeah, him to the lineup. David Bertans, great shooter, or Davis Bertans, I should say. Um, that's big. I mean, that's a Wizards team that I can actually envision going to the playoffs, if I'm being totally honest. I think that the tools that they have, they should be able to move pieces, um, maybe do something at the NBA trade deadline when that comes around. But they should definitely make the playoffs, and the East especially. Now let's look at the other side. John Wall. I mean, I'm a shout-out bald on stop on Instagram. He's been looking at John Wall. Um... My guy, I always forget his name. I DM'd him like three times and he never got back to me, so fuck his name. But regardless, um, 
he he seems to have a, a dial on it. Whatever he says, I kind of trust. And you know, he made it very clear. Although John Wall suffered a terrible leg injury, he has come back, and I think he's going to be bigger and better almost. I mean, his pace, his shot, his defense, um, his tempo. Like I said, so these are all things that have improved, and with that comes an even better veteran. It's going to be one of those things I, prom- I can almost promise you. If I had to put money on it, I'd put a Chris 20 on it. And I'd say, fuck you, Trent. That's all I'd say. But I think he's going to do a lot of good things for the Wizards. Um, or for the for the Rockets, I'm sorry. Talking about John Wall. So, I mean, playing alongside uh, James Harden will be... I don't know. I could actually see that, uh, if I'm being totally honest. John Wall likes to feed the ball. And he can still get it done and shoot. So... I mean, we'll see. That might work really well. Um, all I'm saying is don't be surprised. Let's look at the Lakers and who we've picked up. I say we know bias, of course, as I always say. But I am a, a traditional Laker fan. So, let's see. Um, looking at Montres Harrell and the season that he's coming off of with the Clippers, uh, winning that sixth man of the year. I mean, it, it literally was going down to him and Lou. But he is a monster, man. I mean, he's just one of those guys where if he walks into a room... He's kind of intimidating. He's just a big dude. You know what I mean? So, you know, he's not super tall. He lifted up, listed at like 6'8 or 6'9 actually. He's, let me, let me, let me double check that. But yeah, let's, let's just check that out. Actually, I want to double check that. Yeah, so 6'8, like I said, he's not too tall, but he's still up there and he's just a freaking beast. He's a freaking nature. So, I mean, you know. Whether he comes off the bench as a six-man or we start him, I can already tell you he'll be in at the end of the game. That's what matters. He's a big-time player. Wherever we decide to implement him, he's going to be able to create space. He'll be able to create buckets, and he'll be getting that ball plenty. Whether it's from the other man, Dennis Schroeder, who I'm about to talk about. Matter of fact, yeah, let's talk about D. Schroeder. So this is a guy uh, who started with the Hawks. Uh, then he went over to the Thunder, and now he's with us. He hasn't been tossed around a ton. He's a valuable player, let me just tell you that. If he starts for your team or he comes off the bench, you already know he's going to do some dope stuff. Um, the guy can shoot, you know, he can pass. And believe me, he's pretty damn good at defense. So that's another thing. You know, dishing out Rajon Rondo, getting rid of him. You bring in, you, you bring in D. Shrewd and he can do a lot for you. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be awesome. Now let's look at Gordon Hayward. It's another big name that... Uh, it's been, uh, I guess, traded throughout this offseason. I think he's going to do a lot, actually, um, for the Hornets. I don't I don't think his, his career is over. Although he didn't do too much for the Celtics, that's because they didn't play him where he was supposed to. Uh, it was kind of like Jimmy Butler going over to um, the, the 76ers for however long he did. It just didn't work. Uh, that wasn't the right system for him. I don't think the Celtics had the right system for Gordon Hayward either. Um, because clearly when he was with the Jazz, he was that guy. End of the game, Ball was probably going to get to him, and he was going to do what he wanted with it. So um, clearly he's a good player, and I think that being with the Hornets, I hope that he can actually do something. He's going to be the, one of the older guys on that team, so he can get players better no matter what. That's big stuff. Um, I also, in general, I, I, I see 
the uh, the Hornets making the playoffs for sure. And once again, that's just me, but I mean, I can definitely see it. Um, yeah. So yeah, pretty much. Um, now let's see. I'm, I told myself I wouldn't do it, but I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about Serge Ibaka. Um, I mean, yeah, he's with the Clips now, dude. So seven foot, you know. Uh, let's see. He averaged last season alone fifteen point four points. Uh, he shot fifty one point two percent from the from the field. Averaged eight rebounds. And um, he's slowly improving, I guess. Each season, it seems Serge Ibaka is. So we'll we'll see what he can do with the Clippers. I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't imagine, I wouldn't sell it short that he doesn't do great things for them. Um, I w- I would personally expect he does do a lot of really good things. And that's just me. That's what I think. But yeah. So I think that that kind of breaks down what I'm trying to talk about. Yeah, I mean, today wasn't the best, um, I guess, podcast, but uh, it's okay. I mean, I got out what I wanted to talk about, and, um, I mean, of course, covering NBA is fun. You know, I'm going to get real with this podcast. Anxiety is fucked. Like, it's tough. It really can, like, it can change the way you, you speak, the words that actually come out of your mouth. Um, it's okay, though. Like, anxiety is just normal. And this is just for anyone who wants to hear it. If you if you deal with anxiety, let me. I'll, I'm gonna just tell you right now. I feel you. There's ways to cope with it, though. It's it, this is kind of like one of those like trailers, I guess, like like a little commercial. It's anxiety is real. It depends on how you deal with it, though. If you find outlets and stuff, you can, you know, you can live your life and you can you can battle it. Um, I know Juice World. You know, he had a lot. Juice World's the goat, though. Um, don't mind that pause uh he's the goat so i don't know i'm not trying to go on a fucking weird ass path here but yeah i mean it's a decent podcast today i'm probably i'm gonna end up posting this so yeah i mean give it a listen but don't listen for too long because it was pretty shitty um all right fuck man uh till next time